0: lot of debate lately about what you should do, how you should do it, who you are, what you're not, all that kind of stuff. I'm a late bloomer, man. This has been all over the internet, and I'm like, where have I been? You know, somebody's nickname was this, I was like, who's that? I I don't know, man. I'm not keeping up on my stuff. Not keeping up on my stuff, but, you know, there was a lot of things that were like, okay, you got to prove to this or that or this or that. And we're going to be having an interview with Miklo, uh, what is it, this coming week, uh, Sunday, 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 we're going to have him on uh, with BD, he's going to be doing the first section of the interview, the MC protocol and all that uh, good stuff, so I know there's going to be some good questions coming up, and to address all that type of things, Now, one club everybody used to really get into was the Beast MG. Now, they started, they were kind of an offshoot of the Banditos, a couple of their guys, and they got together, started doing their thing, and people said, well, you know, they're a pop-up club, they don't deserve to exist, blah, blah, blah. And I'm one of them guys that always said, you know what? If you're going to put a patch on, back the patch. And they've been doing that for the last couple of years, regardless of what you want to say about them, they have been doing that. And I think that goes to the question of, is that following nowadays when everybody thinks, well, you got to do this, that, or this? It's a very interesting question because when is it time for somebody to say, okay, you're not a pop up club anymore? You know, you're now recognized. And it's like, damn, you got to back your patch. We get it. We get it. But to look for recognition, I don't know, man. It's going to be an interesting time. But that was a little lead up to this story in texas there was a member of the beast mg uh shot a member and killed him unfortunately i don't like people getting hurt i really don't killed uh, a member of a bandito support club and then all of a sudden you have steve cook out there it's like you know what really this guy is the biggest attention seeker that i know he, want, he He's this big gang expert in his own mind. And anytime time something goes down, he rushes to get on TV. Oh, I got to contact this person. I got to give my advice. Nobody really cares what you have to say. Nobody does. Nobody cares. You're a clown, dude. You're so so-called expert. You're a clown. You're no expert. But let's take a, a look at this incident uh, that happened down in Texas, and we'll go over it a little bit more. in jail tonight. Aaron Grant is charged with murder, and court records suggest both he and the victim belong to rival clubs. New at 10, ABC 13's Jessica Willie is live with an inside look at an underworld that is more prevalent than most of us realize. Jessica?
1: Yeah, Gina, first off, I want to say that there are legitimate motorcycle clubs for hobbyists and cruisers, but then there are the one percenters, as they call themselves, those who are involved in illegal activity and are proud of it. Aaron Grant's attorney says just because he might be a member of a motorcycle club does not make him a criminal, but investigators believe it has a lot to do with motive. Aaron Grant looked into the courtroom and mouthed something indiscernible last week as he was led away in handcuffs. The 36-year-old is charged with murder, accused of killing 32-year-old Jesse Metzger. Both believed to be in rival outlaw motorcycle gangs. Are these groups dangerous? Yeah, they're absolutely dangerous. According to court records, Grant, a former Harris County Precinct 4 deputy constable is also a known and acknowledged member of the Beast Motorcycle Club, also known as Brothers East. Investigators believe Metzger was a member of the Sun Devils, an offshoot of the Banditos. A court order prohibits Grant from having contact with any of them if he makes bond. The two investigators believe had just left bombshells on the North freeway in late January and were heading south, Metzger on his motorcycle when he was shot. He died in a Home Depot parking lot. What generally triggers the violence? Well, this
0: is just nothing more than the toughest kid on the schoolyard. Uh, That's the mentality behind it.
1: Steve Cook has been investigating outlaw biker gangs his entire 30 year police career. He says they are more prevalent than you might think, and that instances of violence like the recent one in North Harris County or the deadly shootout in Waco in 2015 can always make innocent people victims. He says they are not usually targets.
0: For a lot of people, it's, well, you know, I don't ride a motorcycle, I don't go to Sturgis, you know, I don't do these things, so this doesn't, doesn't impact me. But in reality, they're shooting each other all over the place, in bars, restaurants.
1: Tonight, Grant's attorney said he looks forward to vigorously defending him, and that, quote, the fact that he may have belonged to a motorcycle club does not make him a criminal. Cook says what Grant's accused of, though, could actually get him rewarded.: It's
0: definitely a badge of honor. He's going to be thought, uh, you know well of within the organization because
1: he took it up a notch. Jessica Willie, ABC13. Okay, he was a
0: member of the Sun Devils MC. Uh, I'm taking it from the reporting. I have not looked into this, that they're a support club for the Banditos. Again, our thoughts are with the family on their loss. You know, it's real hard when you have to go through something like that, and I really didn't know. Here you got an ex-cop that comes in. I don't care who, what club's policies what. It's just a little confusing, if you know what I mean. It's a little confusing taking current cops or ex-cops uh, with that type of law enforcement, uh, how can I say it, uh, experience, if you will. Experience. But anyway, do you see how Steve Cook came on like he was some kind of expert, and the uh, the reporter was buying right into it. What I can't stand with some reporters that you see in these articles is they never ask challenging questions. They always go along with what they say, and they edit it to the way they want you to see it. You gotta remember, a lot of this stuff, oh my God, do I remember fricking National Geographic? Sat there for an hour talking to them. They used two seconds. So I was like, man, what the hell has happened here? That's not what I said. Uh, I learned my lesson there, let me tell you. I learned my lesson on how they did that kind of crap. But as you see in the beginning, where she was given the rundown of the story, how she was talking about one percenters. And how they're all into this criminal type of stuff. Doesn't matter she didn't say, hey, not everybody. But of course, they're not going to say that because it don't fit their narrative, if you will. Instead, they went into, okay, there are legitimate MCs out there. Could you believe she said that? There are some legitimate MCs. It's like, what, these other ones ain't legitimate? Now you're one of them people that are going out there telling everybody who's a real club and who's not a club? I'm telling you what, man. It's the twilight zone when it comes to this type of stuff. It is the twilight zone. It's like these mainstream media is picking up the narratives that you're hearing all over the internet. Well... They're a legitimate club. The rest of you, you're all gangs. My goodness gracious, man. I never thought I would hear something like that on a news uh, broadcast from an actual wannabe reporter. Never thought I would have heard that, but I did. And nowadays, you just hear everything on the internet. It's like, come on, really? Give me a break, will you please? Will you please? Please. I don't know, you know, and I want to go a little bit into this, uh, there's a couple sentences in this article that I really can't stand. And the reporter asked Jessica, Willie, what generally triggers the violence and dum-dum? You know what, we're going to call him Professor Dum-Dum. There's nothing more than the toughest kid in the schoolyard. That's what's behind it. Cook, and then they really swing on him, is a 30-year police officer in Kansas City and also the executive director for the Midwest Outlaw Motorcycle Gang Investigator, Investigator Association. Basically, he went and started making money off of all the cop shops. He goes and gives all these damn freaking, I don't know, presentations, I guess, to these people, and he makes money. Then he says, he said, outlaw oh, well, biker gangs are more prevalent than people might think. Oh my goodness gracious. You're such drama, man. You're like a schoolgirl, Steve. You really are. You're like a schoolgirl and then to bring up the freaking shooting that happened in Waco. Come on, how many years ago was that, Steve? Is that all you got to lay your hat on? Give me a break, man. Give me a break. Anyway, what do you all think about this one? We're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow. We'll be right back after this. And if you're not a member of the Insane Throttle Club, you're missing out. You really are. Join the Insane Throttle's members-only club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. Friday, China Dow's on there with me, y'all love China Dow, also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods, where we get together, have parties, have fun, so make sure you join the Insane Throttles members only club, over on Spotify or YouTube, rock on! (laughs)
1: They'd be so powerful, you could stand on your head and on the ceiling. That position would not only be
0: unveiling, but also undignified. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention please? It's time to make some noise. Join our members only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. With Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on. Face What's up, everyone? Face. We're online always 24 online. 7. 24 7. <laughs> <laughs> This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Oh yeah, we it's like a madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Oh yeah, it's Tuesday, baby. I'm thinking about Tuesday Night Lives and of course Sunday Night Lives. This week we have Meeklo on with Black Dragon. Yes, my Homer, my brother from another mother is going to be on with doing the show on Sunday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on Insane Throttle Biker News. Make sure you get your questions ready. I'm telling you, what's up, everybody, in the chat room? Things are getting really ridiculous out there in the world, isn't it? Man, bikers, motorcycle clubs, you have to ask yourself, is it time to prepare for World War III? It's heating up. I have not seen this since uh, the 80s with Ronald Reagan, man. Ronald Reagan didn't mess around with nobody, man. You remember that Gaddafi? He's the one who put that missile through his window in that house of his? Yeah, he didn't mess around after that with old Ronnie Reagan. But now we're in a different situation here. Different situation here. It's a lot more dangerous, a lot more dangerous now. And it don't help that we have mm -hmm, no brainer there. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, pushing this stuff. And it seems like both parties are pushing this engagement in Ukraine. Now, why do I say bikers and motorcycle clubs? Because us bikers stick together. We stick together. Could you imagine if you had a missile flying over your house and it went kaboom and then the after effects ain't going to be too hot. Okay. So I say get together and weather the storm because it's going to go all tribal anyway after a war like that. That's if anybody's still a damn around, you know, you're over there. you, You know what? You're really messing with them. You are really getting them people upset over there. And, you know, one's cuckoo and the other ones have dead from some health issue or something like that. And today it looks like, let me read this story here. Putin issues a nuclear warning to the U S threatens to resume weapons test. Not a good thing. That is the last treaty that we have as far as nuclear arms are concerned. And now it's being thrown out because you know what? It's kind of funny. I I find it hypocritical, if you will. Uh, The United States went after China and said, China, don't you supply arms to Russia? And it's like, wait a second here. You hypocrites. You're over here doing the same thing. What are you doing? And uh, me and China Dow talk about this all the time. We talk about it all the time on the show. I don't want my tax dollars being spent stupid. I don't like stupid tax dollars being spent. You're sending it all the way over there. And in the meantime, we have this bad thing happening in East Palestine, Ohio, man. Bad, bad, bad stuff over there. It's like it was wiped off the planet and nobody goes over there and cares. Our own citizens need the help. So you have to say to yourself, you know, getting off of that stuff. What do you do now? Are you prepping? I know Black Dragon has a channel where he talks about prepping. Do you have to start getting ready for what might be coming? And if it ain't a war, do you have to get yourself ready for, say, another pandemic? Because God knows a lot of people weren't ready for the one we just had. You know, everybody was running to the grocery store looking for TP, you know, TP for their butthole It's like, damn, man, uh, don't you think you should get that canned food and that water instead of the TP? But no, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Uh, let's see here. L.A., my man L.A. out in the uh, East Coast. Putin has already suspended the treaty via Russia, and he has. It's been uh, confirmed all over in the news media. He has done that, and that's a scary thing. If you ever watch that movie The Day After, you know how bad it could really get. Now, The Day After was an early 80s movie, and I think it was ABC News's, uh premiere. Of one of their biggest rated shows ever. Next to MASH or something like that. And John Lithgow was in it. Steve uh, Gutenberg was in it. A lot of the newer 80 stars were in it. And it was about a nuclear attack on Kansas City. And it really scared the hell out of a lot of people. Because at that point. Reagan and the Soviet Union were at each other's throat. And it was possible that something could break out. So that movie came along and showed the horrors of a nuclear war and you just see parts look up, uh, the, uh, the day after nuclear, uh, attack segment, it's on YouTube scared the hell out of you. But I think we kind of lost that as a people. Now everybody says, well, that can happen. This can happen. You got maniacs out there. Yes, it can happen. So prepping, uh, I would have to think that it's a no-brainer at this point. You got to prep some kind of supplies. Me? Don't live in the city, man. No, thank you. Besides Chicago being shy rock, uh, not good for the kids for the school. Get away from the city, man. All the unrest that would happen in a city if something like that you know, popped off. Hell, wasn't it New York City a couple months ago ran an ad about what the hell to do? If there was a nuclear attack, now you're going to tell me that's just thrown out there for, you know, oh, we got to get, you know, get ready for something. No, man, this stuff is disintegrating right now. You have, uh, you know, the Joker boy, as I call him, he looks like Robin more than Batman out in Ukraine. Mate reminds me of Robin. He's going out there and saying, well, that was the start of world war three. Come on, man. Really? Ain't a stop that damn thing anyway anyway la i'm uh, ready for the wolverines to resurface <laughs> uh tyson very interesting here listening from ohio 62 miles from east palestine that little town was chemically newt and i'm so sorry to hear what them people are going through and what's even more funnier, and I mentioned it on the show today, was that county actually voted for Trump overwhelmingly. And it's kind of like coming back, say, "Yeah, you don't care about them, why? Because they supported uh, your, you know, your competitor and stuff." People shouldn't be suffering. I would never drink the water anywhere near there again. Uh, it, it, it's just amazing that. Nobody in the mainstream media will cover something like that, all the suffering, because it doesn't fit their narrative. That's just like when, remember Sturges happened a couple years ago, during all that stuff, and they really went after bikers, and they haven't stopped since. Before then, you know, you would hear it, you know, a little bit, but no, they went straight after and said, all you bikers are nothing but spreaders. They said this, they, they were going after the Sturges a, a big time. And I think that it's more of a shame tactic than anything to try to get people to fall in line, fall in line, what we say, or You know, we're going to do this to you or embarrass you this way. But I think us as a group of bikers and MCs, especially you got that tribal connection right there where you can lean on each other in times that could get real bad, either it be a war or a pandemic. Now, I know Richard said earlier in one of the comments that we don't have to worry about an enemy force coming over here, we'd have to worry about our peer, you know our own citizens if something like that happened in the aftermath. and I believe it to be one hundred percent true. That's why, you know there's been studies done for decades on this subject where everybody would get to be, you know they would go tribal. Everybody gets in their little group and you got to scavenge for supplies. you got to scavenge for food. Because let's be honest, man, a nuclear holocaust happens. You know, you got that, then you got the fallout, then you got the nuclear winter. Everything's dead. Every cow, every bull, every pig, they're dead. Every deer, you can't even go hunting. So you got to really be ready and prepped for something like that. And being in a tribe, if you will, already, you know your people. You know how to handle business if you have to. So I think it's a safe bet. And with bikers, one thing is we do stick together, but would we stick together in a situation like that where you have missiles flying over your head and you get to live to see the after effects? Now, me, I always say that if it was me, what I do. Is get the kids all gathered around, get the grandbabies, get a bottle of Jack Daniels, get me the best Mary Jane you can get, sit on that porch, pour everybody a drink, and watch the fireworks. Because I don't know if I'd want to live through something like that. It would be like holy hell in the aftermath of something like that. And I know a lot of other people out there might agree with me on that. I'd rather that sucker hit me in the nose than have to go through a nuclear winter, all the starvation, all that kind of crap, because that would be hell on earth. Hell on earth. Uh, Let's see here. Just saying cannibalism is the new meat. It could be. Because when people want to survive, they will do anything and everything they can to survive. And you to take that in, if you have a good relationship with your neighbor, say. Now, something like that goes down, are you going to be able to trust your neighbor? Are you going to be able to trust even your friends? Other bikers or even club members are going to be able to trust them because the world that you knew before is totally gone. Now it's about being animalistic and fighting for survival. So if you don't have deers, pigs, whatever, future Whoppers and Big Macs that are out there in the field grazing, You're going to have to do what you got to do to survive. And we've heard a lot of those kind of stories in the past. You know, there's that famous one where somebody got, you know, that, uh, what was that group got caught in the mountains and then they eaten everybody or that deal. What was that movie alive when the plane crashed? So yeah, that stuff is not out of reality. If something like this happens, I think it wouldn't be the actual attack. I think it's the after effects that that's the most scary and where you have to form them bonds. But when you have what they're doing now today, it's like they're poking the bear. And I've always said it about, and I'm not defending Russia. I, I ain't. You know, I still look at them as the Soviet Union because, you know, most of you older guys would. I remember in school, the map on the wall had the map of the Berlin Wall, okay? But their biggest issue, and it, it's always been this, and these people know it, they never wanted NATO on their border. Because if you know your history during World War II, the Germans invaded Russia. And since then, they're not taking any chances. So when you have this deal in Ukraine, and by the way, World War I started there. Then you had World War II. It's always Europe that's screwing around with everybody. That's why I don't understand why we can't mind our own damn business. But that ain't ever going to happen because we always got to have our nose in everybody's business. But after the fall of the Soviet Union, there was assurances made that NATO wouldn't expand any more east of where it was already. But during the years, of course, the United States, in the name of democracy, they kept on pushing and the European allies as well. Now, I know there's a lot of UK listeners. I know there's a lot of Danish and Norwegian that listen to us German. I'd like to know your thoughts about how it's going in your countries about supporting and just throwing all these billions of dollars over to this. What a lot of people don't know, because the news won't cover it, is this uh, you know, we'll call him Robin has shut down every free thinking thing, shut down the media there. You you know, you can't go to the Russian Orthodox church because that is the enemy, I guess. So there's a lot of things going on. You know, guy with no brain just said, hey, we're going to send billions of dollars to cover their pensions over there. Well, what about our people? Where's the health care for our people? Where is the pensions for our people? And what about our vets that are sleeping on the street right now? What about our vets that are wounded from that 20-year war, that lost legs, lost arms, their mental health? Where's the help for them? That's one thing I, you know what? They always say that, well, we can't afford everybody having health insurance. You just, you just sent 250 something billion dollars over there of my money. I don't approve of that because they sure the hell don't work for us. These representatives, they work for themselves. I had the unfortunate experience to have to live in uh, Kinzinger's uh, district. That guy's a nutball, but he's always out for himself. His political views change with the wind, and that's what's supposed to be representing me. No, I want the good stuff for the family. I don't want to have to have my grandkids live through the stuff that us older guys had to live through with the Soviet Union. I never wanted that. For the grandkids. But I think. There's a lot of warning signs. Of how bad this really could get. Because now you got them saying. Oh we're going to start hitting Russia. Inside of Russia. Are you stupid? You're stupid if you're going to do that. It's just going to escalate everything. Now they say. They're not taking tactical uh, nuclear weapons off the uh, plan there. So what, you're going to have tactical nukes go off? Next thing you know, you're going to have the ICBMs? Uh, To me, it just needs to stop, but hey, they're not going to listen. So us as civilians, we got to worry about ourselves. Because you got to remember, if anything breaks loose, they're going to be safe. It's us that's going to be running around freaking with our hair falling out and dying. They're going to be in some bunker sipping on wine. Everybody's heard about the bunkers they have for Congress and Senate. Maybe that's why you got that Lindsey Graham running around out there like he always does. Why do you, South Carolina, keep voting for him, by the way? It's just like that Mitt Romney out of Utah. Why do you vote for him? Oh, we need to give fighter jets. We need to give tanks. Well, then you're directly involving us in a conflict that don't mean nothing. We can't even secure our damn border. They want that. You know what? They just want everything to flow right over our border. Makes no sense to me. Uh, Detroit Highwayman, what's up? What's up? What's up? The people can make a difference, but it just never pans out. Too busy sending money to help other country. Yes, healthcare can be expensive, but cut government spending for BS and salaries. Agree one hundred percent. Stop sending Pakistan a hundred or uh, ten million dollars. Stop sending Egypt eighty nine million dollars. Everybody's getting all our money, and our own people ain't being taken care of. Our own people. But I think the worst thing that really upsets me the most. Because it happens about 10 minutes down the road. It's at a McDonald's. You have all the homeless out there. And most of them are vets. It drives me insane. That they have to live like that. Because there's an encampment down the street. In the woods, right by the river, that they stay. And every once in a while, you'll have these cops go out there and harass them. And I always found that funny. Cops, a lot of them are vets too. How are you going to go out there and harass your fellow vets? That's something I never understood with cops and club members because most of the clubs have a lot of members of the freaking service in there. But they change everything around where they become authoritative instead of working for us. Isn't it supposed to be protect and serve or whatever the hell it is? But our government's too busy letting everybody else live off of our backs. And that ain't right. So, you're going to have different groups of people, let's get back to that, a tribal setting, working to stay alive. And it could get really mean out there. Women and children won't be safe, if you ask me. It's like, okay, this person has this, let's go get it. It's no longer an American thing. because something like that happens, you're screwed. Hell go. You know, uh, and the reason why I'm bringing some of these up is because they're the closest that could portray what would happen afterwards. You look at Jericho that series there, how they became tribal within their own towns, putting up roadblocks. You know why we're over there investing billions of dollars our electrical grid can get hit by an EMP and we're done. We're in the dark ages. It's time to go find a key, uh, a cave. RJ, Hollywood, I think all politicians not elected, there selected. All the money America send to Ukraine can't compare to what they give Israel. You know, that's another subject. And that goes along to what I say about sending other people money when we can't even take care of our own people, then people in East Palestine, Ohio, shouldn't be suffering the way they are right now. And that at first, FEMA, you know, denied them a federal uh, declaration of emergency. Are you kidding me? The the politics in this uh, country is getting so divisive, and it ain't the regular people. It's the politicians doing it. And what people don't understand is we're the ones allowing it. You know, dang well, when somebody goes to Congress, they're broke. Next thing you know, they leave Congress. They're multimillionaires. What's that tell you? Do you really think they got your interest in mind? And everybody's saying, why are you getting all political? Well, this is the show. The nighttime shows. this is like the biker angle that we used to have in the early days where a biker angle, somebody speaking from a biker's perspective on the news of today. And I think it's a very serious issue that you got to look at. Pete or Peter. Hey, what's up, Nitro? People means masquerade, actually no joke. Uh, China doll. Hey, China doll, my co-host on the morning show, 820, right after the biker news segment. Here, you go over there to Motorcycle Madhouse and you'll hear me beat on China doll. Today, we were talking about trying to get her to, you know, take a whooping for the female species. We're in a bender over my Harley and whipper, you know, BDSM stuff. So don't forget to go see her on that. Uh, Richard, the Nitro, the problem is new government that sprouts from the coup might be even worse. And we've learned it. it seems like the United States, with what their coups are, we always back the wrong people. That happened in Afghanistan in the 80s. We backed the wrong people. And knowing them people been fighting for thousands of years, nothing's going to change but we tried to change them. We even supported bin Laden's people. And look what happened on September 11th. Then we prop up this other government that falls within freaking three hours. We're not the best at picking stuff. Same thing with Hussein. That's why it's important for us to stay out of other people's business. And now this stuff is escalated. Another point. Where now they're telling China, you're talking, pe- there's like billions of them. What are you, stupid? They're just advances. We are. You're going to try to tell them not to do something while you're doing the same thing. And they shot back at that today. If you want true peace, then work out a true peace. But you know what? The war machine. The industrial complex that Eisenhower said was going to be a problem is making a ton of money right now. There is a plant uh, in Bloit, Wisconsin right now that supplies parts for the military. They're working three shifts 24-7 now. They're making some money. Money is made from war. Money is made from suffering. But they still get their money. And that's just like I was saying earlier. If something hits, they're not going to care about us. They're going to be 2,000 feet underground. simping on wine, playing poker. And laughing. While there's death and destruction above. So you can see on Twitter, especially, with them flags that they have up. And you try to tell them, are you stupid? Really, are you that stupid? And that's what is wrong with a lot of people, is they don't do their damn research. They get led around by the tail, if you will. And don't stand up for themselves. By the way, if you want to help out the show, don't forget Super Chat, man. Read your comment on air. And it really does help the show any amount that you can Super Chat. I appreciate it. Again, Tuesdays and Sundays, I'm looking to do a night show. uh, The biker angle. Let's just call it what it is. Because what I'm looking at in the chat room right now Is a lot of people that agree. 502, silo, Hollywood peace, brother, I'm tired of everything going on too. I don't like our country's money going either. But how do we stop something like that? Really, how do we stop these people from sending our money everywhere else? If I had a time machine, I say it all the time. If I had a time machine, I would go back before the Constitution was written and tell Jefferson, you people are making a monarchy. You just fought one, but you're making another one. And you say, Hollywood, what are you talking about? What I'm talking about is they didn't put term limits on these congressmen or these senators. Now, back then, it wasn't a career choice. You only did it to help the country. And then you went back to your farm or wherever you lived. But now being a politician is a career. You're a career liar. So I And they'll never put term limits on themselves, but they sure to heck did it after Roosevelt. Oh presidents can only serve 2 terms. Why? Because of the power balance. Everybody's looking for that power. And that's what's going to it's going to come down to if something blows over here. It's going to become quite sadly the survival of the fittest. And it's going to be a scary time for our kids and our grandkids facebook user i you know what you got to let me know your name because facebook users i don't know who you are because it don't show me it only shows uh who you are over on youtube so i have friends that are in ukraine they have said seen no money or help that's because the government they're corrupt as hell any damn way they take it we've known that so who's getting the money the government officials they're the ones making billions they're, they got their own personal piggy bank going on. Not only are we sending them money, but we're sending them tanks. Why do they got to buy tanks when they already got them? Only help they actually seen as uh, former military members and civilians going over and having boots on the ground. Main issue is Russia sent a lot of former KGB military uh, and government workers to Ukraine and give property several years ago and now that with this going on it's when the within the cause you know everybody thinks russia's stupid everybody thinks putin's stupid come on uh uh, have you ever seen that guy talk uh let's see here silicon valley checking in what's up but anyway yeah jason our founding fathers and presidents were also a hell of a lot younger than they are now on average. Like I said, they didn't make a living in politics. They went there, they helped, they left. That's how it worked. And really, you didn't see a president get three terms instead of, until Roosevelt did. They just wanted to help their country, but this ain't helping our country not having term limits on these congressmen, especially somebody like Lindsey Graham or Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi, who has a drink before she even goes to a podium. And now these people, the uniparty is the good thing that they're calling it now, is working to really give everything America has away. What happened to patriotism? What happened to love for the country? That's gone. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty, and that's in the Constitution. But here's the problem, RJ. Nobody's done nothing yet. All these laws enacted to take away a lot of our rights, they haven't done nothing. It's nice to say a slogan like that, but nobody's out there talking about it or doing something about it or keeping our government officials feet to the fire. Nobody's doing that. They just people just want to raise their kids. And yeah, live the American dream, the white picket fence, and they don't want government involved in their business. That's what people want. But now they got everybody so dependent on government. That they're thinking is all screwed up. Look at our generations, man. Our generations are all screwed up. It's all, it's all going to stay the same. Nothing's going to change. Don't believe that. Well, I agree. American and Americans lost. We are weaker than we have never been. Not the time for war. And I agree 100%. One thing I always said was. And I'm not bashing the military. Love the military. Love everybody who serves in it. But you look at the stuff that they're teaching in the military today. That try to make it more inclusive. You put one of them soldiers against a Russian or a Chinese or a North Korean. How do you think they're going to fare? You think that those people are going to care if there's inclusivity? War is war, man. Bad things happen in war. And trying to change everybody's thinking about being more inclusive no you want the best i remember when i did that interview with eddie gallagher's brother eddie gallagher was a navy seal that was being tried for killing uh an afghan boy or something like that that's war that's the way it happens Do I believe there can be some morality in war? I don't know. I don't know that answer. I'm sure a lot of you vets out there that went through something like this could answer that. But when you're going in that, you know what? That's what we were always talking about with the Soviet Union. Come on. The battle of Battle of Stalinsburg. They were telling their soldiers get in there and just take the weapon of the dead guy. They'll just throw numbers at you. They don't care. It's a brutal society. You sure don't have this woke stuff going on. And by the way, Thursday on Insane Wheels, guess who went woke? Indian. You're not going to believe that one. I couldn't believe that one. Stalingrad. Uh, Eric, as they are worn down, they fight more. They They fight or they get shot. Either or, you're in a bad position. Come on, I know you older guys remember the Cold War. I know you old guys remember... How it was to live through that. And I think us older guys can see what's happening right now. Where the younger people, they don't get it. They're just playing follow the leader right now. They're going to say, okay, we can put this flag on our profile. We support them. Do you really know what you're supporting? Or are you just following along with the crowd? us that lived through the Soviet Union days know what the hell's going on. And now, you know what, even then we weren't close to anything like this except the Cuban Missile Crisis. Now we're really close. And it's always been a part of the Russian doctrine that they can use tactical nuclear weapons. So what's our response going to be When they use a tactical nuke. Because you know if the radiation goes in a member NATO country. Article 4 gets invoked. That it's attack against us. So what the ICBMs are going to be flying. Why. It wasn't us. And I think really people need to get on their politicians. You really do. Or stop, you know, go around and say, you know what? Stop voting for this pe- people. Mayhem 1% percenter, war is nasty. There's nothing nice or civil about it. No, there isn't. And you have to ask yourself, do we become as worse as them? Because that's the only way to win. One thing in the history of the world, with the exception of the Romans and the Egyptians, most societies that had any type of power were gone after 250 years. We're pushing that. And everything got destroyed from within. Everything, even Rome fell on itself and destroyed itself from within. And look at what where we're at right now. Everybody wants to stay in their section. You had a congressman come out and say, hey, we need a national divorce. Another way of saying civil war and i would feel sorry for the blue states everybody says yeah we got the cities blah 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 well for one you don't got the guns and two you don't manufacture any of the food so you'll starve to death how smart is that jerky just because you have somewhere with like chicago doesn't mean that you're going to win anything you need food you need the water And you need the friggin' guns to fight one. Let's see here. Nitro. Let me see what you just put here. What's up, stickers? We have a strong special forces in all military platforms and retirees will step up. But is that enough? Is that enough? Is the big question. Richard, we are still an experiment. Results coming soon. And that is actually so damn true. Yeah, the American experience is an experiment. But that experiment is starting to go really wrong right now. And the reason why I named this episode, Bikers and Motorcycle Clubs Need to Prep for World War III, is... We really have to start depending on our own now. There's never any time like now to start preparing for something. I used to think all these preppers were crazy. But then the pandemic came and I was like, man, they ain't so stupid after all. They got their teepee paper. They got their food. They got their weapons. They're ready to go. I did. I thought preppers were crazy. I thought outdoor survivalists were crazy on YouTube. But now stuff like this is coming up. and It is like, man, they ain't stupid. <laughs> They're actually the smart ones. And let's see here. This is the thinking that he has over there. The elites of the West do not hide their purpose, but they cannot fail to realize that it is impossible to defeat Russia on the battlefield. He's basically calling them out, saying you're not going to do that. Elites of the West are, are escalating international tensions. That's just that, like that Nordstrom uh, pipeline. Do you really think they blew up their own pipeline? You're crazy if you do. And then he continued no one should have dangerous illusions that global strategic parity uh, can be destroyed. A week ago, He signed a degree on putting new ground-based strategic systems on combat duty. Meaning he deployed the tactical nuclear weapons towards the border. And Washington and Moscow have a combined total of more than 13,000 warheads, making up 90% of the world's nuclear arsenal. You don't need 13,000 nuclear warheads to destroy this country. You don't need it. Couple hundred, you're done. And a couple hundred is going to make everybody live in misery. And then you have to ask yourself after something like that, when you look at the person and say, was it worth it? Was it worth your uneducated vote for this to happen? And then see what they say. Where is the government now to help you? There is none. Why? Because you didn't take time to do your research. Nitro, I watched his speech and can't blame him with what Diaperhead's doing. Putin was ready to sign a peace treaty and we stopped it. Of course, because we can't stay out of everybody else's business. We can't sit there and say let them work it out on their own. What's our business coming to the table for a peace treaty? And it all goes back to what Irons and said about the industrial war machine. If something stops, they no longer get any damn money. Money is the greatest evil in this world. It makes men do some messed up things. Let me tell you. You, People will destroy other people just for the money. And what's scarier is you have these elites that really don't care about you. I guess Biden was caught on a hot mic where he said, Do you think these idiots really believed any of that? An aide says, I do. Okay, let's get out of here. That's what he thinks of you. That's what every politician thinks of you. They don't care. They really don't. They don't care. Scary thoughts, man. It really is a scary thought. And I know those with young kids and grandbabies. You're sitting here thinking, "Okay, how do I get to them? Uh, what do I do? How do I make them safe?" Where really the only option is sit on the porch, watch the fireworks go off. Our politics, our coward, uh, our polit, uh, our politricks, our cowards. Soon as that balloon touched out space. Reagan would have knocked it down. Oh, Ronnie Reagan didn't play. Didn't play just like Trump didn't play. Why do you think they're after him so much? Because he doesn't fit the narrative of the elite. He didn't, he didn't have to do anything for them because he made his own way. He wasn't, Obligated to help any of those elites. So they hated him. Even the people that he donated all that campaign cash to, they turned on him. That's how fast people will turn on you when it comes to money. Hell, you got a lot of people over on YouTube creators, you got Facebook creators that turn on each other in a dime. Oh, you know, this is in, I'm going to go over with them and make uh, a, a pack with them. And then two months later, they're making a pack with somebody else that don't like them. It's like some girl, girl drama going on. Us that's been in this knows that's what happens. You help them out a little bit. Next thing you know, boom, they're gone. That's how it works. Then it's everybody else's fault. The same thing with money. People a turn on a dime. I think everybody knows that. It's hard to trust anybody out there now. Especially when there's financial gain. To be made. And all it is with. What's going on now. Is a big. How much money could I make? If you really think all that money's going to the effort, I guarantee they got Swiss bank accounts over there with billions of dollars sitting in them. Of our money. Rich, uh, Russia's uh, nothing anymore without China's help. China is just waiting to pounce. Yeah, you don't want to go against China, but everybody's underestimating Russia because you can uh, underestimate them with 7,000 nukes. So to say that they're nothing, I have to disagree because (laughs) push (laughs) a button. Let's see here. Nitro, we lost our being number one. China and Russia are the new power and will kill us off one way or another if we keep pushing. We're weak right now. You got a lot of countries. That make fun of us now. Oh they don't even know what this kind of person is. They made propaganda commercials. And all that to keep their people out of our country. They actually. We're looking very weak. Very weak right now. And that is sad. That so many people died on the beaches of, you know, Omaha. Bella Wood in World War One. All them kids that died for this country. It's pure insanity. The way things are turning out now. Could you imagine being on the beach in Normandy? Given up your life and you were able to see what's going on in this country now could you imagine what you would have thought I just gave my life for this that kind of hits you hard don't it I really believe that it hits you hard I guess it's fitting that I'm listening to John Wick techno <laughs> This is the biker angle, baby. This is what I think. Hit that thumbs up. Thank you, China Doll. My grandfather tossing in his grave, and I bet a lot of vets are that gave their life for this country. We are the best country on the face of the earth, but we are letting these elites tear us apart. And it is a sad, sad state of affairs. Hopefully, you guys and gals uh, like this uh, discussion right there, and hopefully, everybody starts getting involved with what's going on, because it is quite scary right now, quite scary. I'll be back tomorrow with China Doll at 8.15 a.m. over on Motorcycle Madhouse Radio on YouTube, and uh, of course, an Insane Throttles, Bikers, and Brotherhood's Facebook group, you to see it live there. Or you to hear the replays over on Spotify and all that good stuff. You guys take care. I'll see you in the morning for tomorrow's morning news. I say goodbye, bamboos, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat, jack. Yeah. Number one, the internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of
1: these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.